Welcome, friend. I'm Rick Pasquale. Thank you for joining us today. I believe God has a word for you. I know God loves you and has a plan for your life. So listen to this live service and let God speak to you. So that story that those kids so beautifully shared with you today, it's the story. Now that's from the kids' perspective, but it's still the story. The meat of the message was still there. Zacchaeus came down and Jesus went to his house. Jesus is kind of saying the same thing to you today. Hey, I'm coming to your house. Who's ready? Now most of you would have heart attacks in this room today. If I'd show up to your house today, most of you would have heart attacks. I got that. Because you, you weren't prepared. You weren't ready. But Jesus comes whether we're ready or not. Matter of fact, the Bible says in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, the last trump, Jesus is showing up. You're not going to get your moment to reclimb the tree or to go back and try to change some things. It's going to happen just like that, and you're going to say, oh, I missed it. This preacher doesn't want anybody to miss it for no reason. So today I hopefully will communicate to you that not only is that God is asking you to belong, but there's a reward that's about to happen. We will see this reward. You need to belong. The the response is amazing. Because if you're really feeling apart, if you're really belonging, it's amazing how you feel. When you're the outsider or the person that didn't get selected, you feel like, man, nobody loves me. Nobody wants me. But in God's house, everybody wants you. In this family, everybody wants you. And I'll go another step. In this church, you're all welcome. We don't look at your demographic. We don't look at all the stuff that's gone on in your life. We look the way Jesus looks. And we're coming by today and looking up in the tree and saying, come on, get down out of the tree. I'm coming up to your house. The rewards are amazing. See, the reward is a part of God's process and God's ways. God rewards us with incredible gifts. He gives us things that we we may not even know we need. (laughs) He just shows up and starts blessing us. It's incredible what God does. No, his ways are not really our ways, but we need to make our ways his ways. Did you hear what I just said? You can't keep saying, well, his ways are not my ways. Well, I know what the Bible says, but the Bible also encourages us to be like Christ. So sometimes there's change that has to happen. Zacchaeus had a transformation. How could a thief and someone that stole all of a sudden say, okay, I'm giving it all back. Buddy, I guarantee you, like I said in the opening week, they quit murmuring very fast. When all those little kids were standing there, when he said, I'm giving you all this money back, I'm sure they go, yeah, 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 we're going to hug you now. But that's just like Jesus, isn't it? When we get rid of the stuff that we've been carrying around, we say, wow, that's great. I used to feel guilty. Now I don't. I used to feel condemned. Now I feel clean. 
I used to feel like I was lost. Now I'm found. I used to be. Let me tell you, my friend, your past is gone. The Bible says we're new creatures in Christ Jesus. The old is gone and the new's coming. Hello. The old is gone and the new is coming. Now, that means that we're not always perfect. But the rewards of God are amazing. The rewards come in God's timing, in God's ways, God's process. How did these guys get to be married for all those years? It was a process. Hello? It's cool that they're celebrating Rome. But I'm here to tell you, if they could give their story, they'd say there was a whole lot of work that took place in that journey. It didn't just snap their fingers, oh, we're going to be married 38 years. You know, when you think about your life, you think about your faults, when you think about your mistakes, when you think about the things that you've done that you wish, man, I'd like to do that again. I'd like to change that. I'd like a do-over. God has a way of just wiping that all out because it's his ways. And said, my ways are to save. My ways are to forgive. My ways are to let you forget what has happened so that I can make you who I want you to be. Thirdly, the reward has big effects. I mean big effects. You say, what are you talking about? Let me tell you, when you, when you become a new creature in Christ Jesus, you kind of start looking different. I mean, when I was playing college football, I would not have been the guy that had been wearing a, a suit coat. That was not me. My appearance started to change. People that knew me from who I used to be look at me and say, what happened to you? Something changed in your life. You aren't that person that I once knew. And I hope in your life, my friend, that people are looking. Your family members are watching. The neighborhood people are seeing. The kids you go to school with are observing that there is something different about you. See, it says, be not conformed to the things. The stuff. A lot of you are here on a six-month assignment of school, one-year assignment of school. It's very easy in this city to get engulfed in what everybody else is doing. As a youth pastor for many, many years, matter of fact, you want to see how old I am, we have a young lady here on a study abroad program that just showed up this week her senior pastor used to, used to be one of my youth pastors. Man, am I old. But when you think about that and how God brought that young man into my life many years ago, and now he's saying to the, his disciple, one of the people that was part of his church, hey, go to Rome. There's this great young guy that's the pastor over there, and he'll help you. Because there are some effects, there's some big effects of rewards that you say, how'd that work out, God? How's God going to work out the things for Kate? God? How's God going to work out the things for Miss Joyce? God? His rewards are amazing. 
and they have big effect in our lives. Fourthly, the ward reward affects the nations, affects our families, and it affects our friendships. Now, I know some of you are in the diplomat world, and you serve from the sake of your country. It's pretty cool. In our church, we have the ambassadors of the world, the deputy ambassadors of the world, the administrators of the world sit here and watch every week. And I admonish them and I I encourage them all the time because they make decisions that affect the world. Diplomat today, make godly decisions. Don't just be godly in the church. Be Christ-like outside the church. God will help you in making those decisions. All of you that work for FAO and FAO and uh, EFAD and WFP and all the other ones, you're making decisions that affect a whole lot of people. But they can be godly decisions. God can work through you in helping impact the world. And God put you in that spot. You can say what you want, but God gave you that job. God brought you here to Rome for such a time as this. And here's your moment. Here's your moment to allow God to work through you in affecting the nations of the world. Wow. I never thought that I'd be standing in Rome and be preaching to over 100 nations on a regular basis through that camera back there. That's a lot of people. That's a whole lot of people watch us. Man, it's so cool. Dr. Madick, I hope you're watching this morning. I went and had my teeth cleaned while I was home. It's a good thing for everybody to do. And the doctor, as he was, you know, he does the check after the hygienist does all the spraying and stabbing you and all the stuff they do. And he said, I I need to tell you something. I said, what are you going to tell me? He says, I watch you every week. I didn't know that. But my dentist was impacted by what we're saying on that camera back there. That he is so impacted that he keeps watching. And God is working in his life. I told him as I shook his hand, that I'm going to be praying God continues to work in your life and your family. Listen, friend, we don't know who we will touch. We don't know who we're going to sit next to in our school. We don't know, we don't know who's going to be sign, assigned to our department. We have no idea, but God does. And God's got you in that spot so that you can be (laughs) the the Zacchaeus that has come down out of your tree to say, okay, everybody, come on, you're welcome to my house. The reward is going to affect your family. Don't you want your family to go to heaven? Hello? Don't you want those kids to go to heaven? Don't you want those teenagers to go to heaven? Some of you have lost loved ones around our planet. Tell them about the live stream. Remember, it's our job to tell God saves. We tell them God will save them. 
I'm going to say that again. We tell them God saves them. So, now right now, you're in that position to receive the reward. The reward is ready for you. I want to give you a scripture before I end this. It's found in Joshua 21, 44. The Lord gave them rest on every side. Wow. Just as he had sworn to their ancestors. Not one of their enemies withstood them. The Lord gave all their enemies into their hands. Not one of the Lord's good promises to Israel failed. Not one. So look at your neighbor and say, not one. Hit your neighbor and say, not one. Some of you didn't hit your neighbor. But everyone was fulfilled. That's the end of that verse. Everyone was fulfilled. See, even in our weaknesses and our insecurities, he sees us. And he will work through us and in us. So if we get our eyes on Jesus, we watch him walking by, and we come down out of our trees, we're going to start praying like Nehemiah. I'm just telling you. We're going to start obeying like Daniel. We're going to start leading like Moses. We're going to start serving like Martha. We're going to start believing in, like Mary did. We're going to fight like David. We're going to educate like Paul. And we're going to build like Noah. And we're going to love like Jesus. Think about it. What will happen in your life? How would you like to be the man that's known as the man that prays like Nehemiah? Think there was only one Nehemiah on the planet? No, 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 no. I mean, do you think there was only one Paul on the planet? You think about it. God has a spot for you, a place for you. And I think that in this process, we're chosen because of Jesus. I mean, he doesn't look at all of our stuff. He looks at who we can become. We're chosen because of Jesus. We climb because of Jesus. Let me tell you, I climbed that tree so hard when I was younger and said, man, I got to get my life together. And Jesus came by my life, and I knew I had to make a change. We care because of Jesus. We keep working because of Jesus. We change because of Jesus. And we belong because of Jesus. Kids today told you that you're a chosen people. I mean, it's pretty cool, 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10. But I want to emphasize verse 10 in my conclusion today. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy mercy. You talk about a reward, that's a reward. The mercy of God. Some of us think, man, if I could just get the job, if I could just get the promotion, if I could just get the passing grades, if I, if I could just excel, I want you to know, let's climb our tree to receive the mercy of God. Let's come out of our tree to get the mercy of God. We need God's 
mercy. Remember last year I told you about a song called Mercy Came Running. And in that verse of that song it says, And like a prisoner set free, mercy came running for me. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you've come from. It doesn't matter your title. It doesn't matter how much money you got. It doesn't matter what kind of education you got. Mercy's coming for you. It's God's mercy. God loves us. And the reward of mercy is amazing. He wants you to step out of the darkness. Get, get above the crowds. Get rid of the negative energy. Get rid of the re rejection. Get rid of the conflicts. Don't doubt your heritage with Christ. Don't doubt it. Maybe you've turned on the live stream today for the very first time and you've never heard the gospel message before. Maybe you're one of our guests today and you've never heard that there's a God that loves you. See, when you pastor the nations of the world like we do here in Rome, today there's more than 77 nations sitting in this room. To me, that's amazing. And more than that, watching around the world. When you think of those numbers and you think of their backgrounds and you think about what they're bringing to the table today, they weren't born and raised in Pentecostal churches all over the world. Some have come out of incredible darkness. They worshiped other gods. But change has come to their life. The reward of mercy has showed up. And I want you to know that God's mercy is here for all of us today. Whether you're halfway around the world or whether you're sitting here in Rome, God's reward of mercy is coming after you. He wants you to belong to his family. Did you hear me? His family. So today, as I pray my prayer, my prayer for you is that you receive his reward. Maybe you've walked into this room today and you're, you're kind of making your journey through life. And somebody invited you to our church or maybe somebody encouraged you to turn on the live stream. But I want you to know you heard God loves you today. You've heard that he's ready to forgive anything you've ever done. You've heard about his mercy. You say, how can he have that kind of mercy? How can I be true that that's the mercy? We have gradually moved this tree over to the left. On week number one, it was standing right there. But today I made sure, even though I was in America, I made sure that that tree had been moved off of center stage because the most important tree in your life, in my life, in the world's life, is that tree. It's the cross of Jesus Christ. It's the cross of mercy. How can again? We tell the mercy able to bring us his forgiveness for our sins. And that is how I can preach like this. That's how I can believe like this. That's how I can live like this because of what the cross did. Jesus didn't jump off the cross. He hung on that cross. 
so that you can receive his mercy. And my friend today, here's your moment. Here's your moment to receive God's mercy. Zacchaeus' life was changed forever. His Bible story, I can't wait to meet Zacchaeus in heaven. The little dude, I don't know if he's going to be taller once he got to heaven. I don't know. But all I know one thing is I want to hear the rest of the story. In the Bible, you hear a glimpse of the story. What happened to get him started? But I want to know what happened after he got started. Yeah, I know he gave to the poor. Yes, I know he gave back to all those people he stole. But what happened in that town? I'm sure in the town of Jericho, that city was turned upside down because a sinner man got a hold of the reward and mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. He received what God had for him. That day, he had to climb a tree, but my friend Jesus climbed that tree so that we could have his mercy forever and ever. And all you got to do is believe. Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. It's a simple verse, but powerful. I need the mercy of God. You need the mercy of God. And His mercies for everybody. Hello? Would you bow your heads, please? And I want you to believe it with all of your heart. So will you say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life this day. Change me. Help me, I pray, oh God, I'm going to live for you. Friend, if you've just said that prayer, I can tell you that God has just changed you and has come into your life. Now, I believe that today you may have listened to this and you've known that God already lives in your life. Well, God wants to speak to you and help you. So I'm going to pray a second prayer, and that prayer is for a miracle to happen for you this day. I believe in miracles. I know you do as well. So let's pray and let God touch you right where you're listening to this sermon. Lord, I thank you today for my friend that has heard this message. Lord, I know that they have needs and situations that's going on in their life. God, you're a big God, and you hear and answer our prayers. So today, oh God, will you hear this prayer from your humble servant? God, will you answer this prayer on my new friend's behalf? Will you heal them? Will you touch them? Will you guide them? Lord, come in right now, wherever they're listening, Lord, and answer their prayer. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. If you've just said that prayer and listened to that prayer with me, I know that God has spoken to you. Would you do me a big favor? You're gonna see, scrolled on the bottom of this, a website with an email address. If you said the prayer that said, God, come into my heart, or today you're believing with me for a miracle, I want you to drop us a quick note and say, hey, pastor, I want you to continue to pray for me and my family. You know, God loves you, and he has a plan for your life, and I'll guarantee you, your best days are still in front of you. So God bless you, and join us next week.